0: Hello and welcome to the Leaders' Council podcast, the podcast for the people who run the country and the people who keep the country running. You join me in a capital on lockdown. I'm Matthew O'Neill, and today, as always, we ensure that we have a variety of distinct perspectives on leadership. First, we're joined by John Lucmon, Principal and Chief Director of West Midlands Open College, an international and national learning establishment. John, Hello.
1: Hello, Matthew, how are you?
0: I'm well. Thank you for taking the time out of your schedule to appear on the program today. Um, before we actually get into our conversation on leadership, we uh, obviously need to address the ongoing COVID-19 situation. How has it affected your organization?
1: Very much. 100% we are private institution and 100% of our candidates are uh, fee paying from their pocket, so we count on that. We have to shut down completely. So cash flow almost going to zero. That's how big it is. But mm-hmm. we, we, we we appreciate the, the situation. The safety of people, health of people is very important. So that comes number one. Finances can come later on. The health of people, number one. We are obviously
0: impacted. And now are you offering uh, your students distance learning in the time being or have all operations ceased?
1: All the teaching operations are completely stopped, except for a few that we do online. Mm-hmm. We, we are based in Warsaw. We have some candidates who are outside the town of Warsaw like Manchester, uh, London. Those have been learning uh, via live webinar from the web go. So those ones are going on, but the 99% of what we deliver face-to-face is no longer going on. So this is a very, very big thing uh, that has happened to the business world. Indeed. Mm.
0: Now, uh, of course, uh, we have you on here to discuss uh, the concept of leadership. So, I always like to start off that conversation with a very simple question. What does the word leader mean to you?
1: Matthew, that's very interesting. When I hear the word leader, what I see in front of me is a vision. Mm. A leader is somebody that takes people to the biggest beautiful vision. But a key part of it is how do you get there? That's where the leadership is tested. So a leader somebody who sees a vision clearly, but wants to take people over there and those people cannot see that vision. Some of them won't, some of them could.
0: Now, of course, um, it's important to see that vision. How do you communicate that vision to your staff and your pupils?
1: I've adopted a very, um, what I would say, uh, um, diplomatic style, as well as uh, where you share your vision in very simple terms and you give it to the uh, team, which includes the teaching staff, management, and the students as well, at various levels, to debate the issue, talk about the issue. You know what is supposed to be done. But if you do everything as a leader, you end up burning out. So you involve them. And I do that a lot of times. We discuss it. And I I give clarity and just give guidance on certain issues. Many times, the people we lead have some ideas of what to be done. They're looking for affirmation. So what I tend to do, I commit meetings, some groups of two, some big groups, depending on what you want to achieve. That has made our establishment produce to a certain level of excellence because I involve the team. Although I know what I can do, I have to involve the team because at the end of the day, it's the people that you lead who help you to get the vision.
0: Now, of course, uh, vision is one of those things that uh, it's hard to train in people. Uh, it's more of a, a learning process throughout life. Um, do you operate any sort of mentorship programs for your pupils or staff?
1: Yes, we do. Um, we have a, a two-tier level. At the student level, what we do is any candidate, for example, we run entrepreneurship course, which is one of the biggest components on those for developments those who qualify becomes peer mentors to those who are coming from the programs as fresh students. And then we tell the mentors who are now mentoring the new ones how much support they can give to the mentees. As well, at the staff level, we have the same system where you identify not keep up with bad ones. They've done things in the past before they joined you. So you want to understand or tap into that uh, skill they have already. So you tend to give them a mentorship role. And many people like responsibility uh, where they can feel that they are contributing at the higher level. So we tend to delegate mentorship roles, and that helps uh, people to understand the vision of the coach better because they're looking at their peer who's a mentor to them in that task.
0: Now, of course, um, leadership isn't developed in a vacuum. Uh, It comes uh, from experience. Uh, And just like uh, you're providing mentorship uh, for your pupils, at some point in your career, uh, there must have been a role model for you. So let's go back to the very beginning of your career when you first started out your work in life. Were there any particular individuals who really shaped you into the person you are now? Definitely.
1: There's been many, 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 many individuals. First of all, I'll start with my my father himself. I think he he did develop something great in me. I remember I had a challenge. I ran out from this gentleman. We're young, but at that time I was very young. And I went to my dad. I said, Dad, and he said, What are you running from? And I told him, and I said, Oh, this this friend of mine. He said, Come on, you can do this. Come on, guys, go and do it together. Go and talk together. And that gave me encouragement. I thought my dad was going to fight for me, but he said, now you can deal with it. And I noticed that sometimes things you run away from are actually stepping stone to success. And the second individual I can mention is um, is my supervisor. When I want to see my PhD, I think was mm-hmm. He He's a man of vision. He, 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 he had a clarity on what is to be achieved. How much he trusted in me, was phenomenal. When I'm doing my experiments, he put all the trust in what I can achieve in the laboratory. And I found that kind of leadership was empowering, where he let the person carry on according to the plans they've made. You've checked things here and there, but you let them do it. Those have been some of the last uh, individuals I can mentioned. And of course, my mother always taught me how to invest in the first 10 pounds of my life.
0: Now, what's the most important thing uh, that young people entering the workforce today need to know about leadership? Sorry, what is the most important thing that young people entering the workforce today need to know about leadership? It's interesting
1: that you asked that question. I am already mentoring some young people in the college on work placement. The biggest thing I always tell them, and I'd like every young people you have to enter into leadership is that it's a lonely place. That's very important to know. If you're looking at a leader on the podium making an announcement or a speech, it is a very lonely place. And again, it's also very rewarding because you're going to help lots of people who could not have succeeded if you did not enter into leadership.
0: That's very quick summary Well, unfortunately, our time together is drawing to its close. But what does the next 12 months have in store for West Midlands Open College?
1: We are looking to grow. And this is a good question about asked. Around this April, we were looking to start raising the enrollment to over 730 every quarter. Mm -hmm. And what we're looking to increase is some of the courses which were very quiet, like entrepreneurship. And uh, the uh, level four leadership and health and social care; those are the ones who want to boost a lot. And we are also creating a platform for many teachers who want to do part-time work with us, and those who want to mentor students in business. We are looking forward to that, and also opportunities opportunities to partner and collaborate with many learning institutions or individuals who want to make their business life count. Because Wesleyan Open College is a place where we believe our involvement with the community will bring value to their lives when they come to our courses. Courses are run at the various levels. We have those which we call the CPDs, we have accredited courses, and we do seminars. So these things, hopefully, the COVID ID can be overcome in, in in a very short time so we can launch these programs and have people running. So we are looking at increasing the enrollment. Every quarter, We believe we can do this through many partners. To so every quarter, seven thirty students, we can do this. This is globally, not just the UK, because we have got a very strong e-learning um, uh, uh, system where people can log in there, they find recorded lessons, and also we do live webinars. So we believe that we're going to make it in the next uh, few months. We don't know what's going to happen with the coronavirus, I believe. This can be overcome, as people say, so we can get back to business as usual.
0: Well, I do hope that is the case. And, of course, um, best of luck to you and your entire team at uh, West Open College. Uh, and, John, it's been an absolute pleasure discussing leadership with you. we have to have you back on the program at some point in the future. Thank you, John.
1: Thank you very much, Matthew. Thank you for involving me.
0: That was John Lukman, Principal and Chief Director of West Midlands Open College. And now, if you haven't heard it before, is Jonathan White's exclusive interview with Sir Jeff Hurst.
2: Uh, we're now joined, uh, though, by former England footballer and still the only man to score a hat-trick in a World Cup final. Sir Jeff Hurst, uh, thank you very much for coming on today. Uh, You're
3: welcome. You're welcome. Good afternoon. Maybe overly strict, but the times you probably wouldn't get necessarily get away with it in, in today's football because it's changed dramatically in how you deal with with players then and players now. But he was the most powerful man I came across, and very few people. And he, he was quite ruthless in getting people out. He didn't want to be who didn't want to be part of a group, part of a team. It is important that if you've got a group of people, and that's in any walk of life, they're all singing off the same hymn for you, and you don't have anybody.
2: uh, well, I mean, I can you, you want me telling tell you if
3: you want. You got time? I can tell I you if you want. Jeff,
2: go on, go. On. I think I'd be, it would be silly if I said no at this point. Okay, so I was uh,
3: doing a, a at a dinner in in the Channel Islands, three or four hundred people, black tie dinner, uh, guest of mm-hmm. And this occasion, I was speaking for about twenty minutes, then allowing uh, questions from the audience at the end of the evening. And there was few football questions, and then all of a sudden, I had a somebody at the back who